Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Did you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another episode of of the Church Sound Podcast, episode number 56. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Pastor Kayla Winley, guys, how you doing out there? And the boy is soaked over there in the Bronx. He's soaked over there in the Bronx. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Welcome to show number 56. We got a special guest in the building. Before we get into our topic, well, today's topic is good servant, Uh wrong position. So I need everybody to do this one time. Is it this? this, Like, call your pastor. Like, don't say you sent it to him. Just send them anonymous. It's an anonymous message. No. Then it's it's to people that need to hear this. You know, you know how you sit, you know how you sit in church with your wife and you go, yeah, she, I hope she's taking notes because she needs to hear this. This is one of them messages. This <laughs> yes. is one of them. We sure run into this every single church. Well, I can't say I can't say everywhere. I would say the majority of the churches we go into, um, we run into this scenario. We got the perfect guest to talk about this. We got my boy Sean Slaughter in the building. Sean. Yo, yo. What's, What's up? up? In the What's building. Up? This is his second appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First video. First, first video. That's first, right. That's right. First yeah. video. What people don't know is aside from being a great artist yeah. and aside from being a great husband and father, yep. the dude is a trained right. audio engineer. That's yeah, right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My first love, to be honest. That's trained That's audio good. engineer. Like he's one of the only dudes I know that can hear frequencies. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on a roundabout engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Around two hundred. You're you're a, you're a feeler, but I'm but, a feeler. A feeler, okay. But the feelers are the feelers are good because you, you, you learn how to play piano by ear. I learn how to play piano by going to class. So a, a, a lot of times, my we're talking about engineering. My, right. my engineering is technical, mm-hmm. and I can feel your engineering is feel. And feel is always the most important thing, period. You know what this brings to mind? Uh-huh. Mixing <laughs> the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was to say, how did that work with the both of y'all? <laughs> I let, I'll, I'll let him say. Hold on, hold on, before we get started, let's pay some bills. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, we get yeah, started, let's sure. pay some bills. We want to thank our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, hottest podcast, podcast studio in New York City. If you have Absolutely. anything needed, if your podcasting needs are done, make sure you hit them up. Podcasting needs, um, post-production, mm-hmm. recording, video recording, yeah. anything that you may need, um, they can definitely hit, help, Any. help anything. Uh, hit them up, metropodcaststudio.com for all your podcasting needs. So, I'm going to let... I'm gonna let Mr. Slaughter tell this one. <laughs> I don't know how you set. I don't know how you set me up. 
Um, you up. Uh-uh. Mixing the prototype. I probably got on P's nerves. You didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. Not because I, I, res- I respect you. Right. And, but I respect you too. And I think... First of all, we mastered the prototype with Bob Erling, right? We did. One. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we mastered with... Uh, he, he did uh, Eminem's uh, Slim Shady. Okay. And he had... The toys. All the, the toys. Like the toys small, in the attic. Um, <laughs> wow. This tiny... Like... Everything that I read the magazine, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, nah, I thought, I mean, personally, my take is I thought mixing the prototype was dope. I, I thought that for for me, it was refreshing because prior to that, I was doing everything myself. Sure. I was doing um, producing and executive yeah. producing. Um, I was recording. I was mixing. And um, I thought... You know, once me and P hooked up, he, he had everything that I needed. He had the ear, he had the feel, he had the, he had the style, he had everything that I needed. Um, and even his approach to mixing, I love. Um, okay. So I thought it was dope, and I thought, and, I, and I'm an engineer, man. I hear everything. Sure, sure. So, um, but but for the but for me, for the most part, like. Everything that P presented to me, I thought it was dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I, you know, I'm the dude that's like, yo, bring the um, you know, bring the um, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah. maybe no, he'd be like this much, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this much, <laughs> like, like, because I no, that's, no, no, that's too much, like this <laughs> much. <laughs> You mean like this much? No, not that much. This much. Wow. A smidgen. I, I, I said it to him. I said it to him. We said, yeah, yeah, it's close, close, close. All right. So bring this. Now bring it back up. It's a little bit like wow. like a half like a half DB minus three. Uh-huh. Like, Cause he, like would what? he would He would jump like four DB. Like <laughs> he would. No, no. What he would do is he would he would raise it so that it was audibly Present. louder. Gotcha. I did that on purpose so you can tell me what the no, no, last spot was. That, that's a better word. It was audibly present. Because we're not talking... Because gotcha. in those margins, we ain't talking loud. We're right. talking present. Right. Right. You know, we're talking how it sits. Exactly. Within the couch. And so, in, in those instances, like, like remember we was at Bob Erling Mastering and how uh-huh. low we had the volume? Oh, my gosh. And yeah. I heard... You know yeah. what it's yeah. So, so yeah. People, people may not know that P is a savant. Like right. he he literally sees music, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so that just shows how his feel is. With me, when I mix, and I was always taught to mix at low levels, but when I mix at low levels, um, I can hear. I, I don't see anything, but everything becomes crystallized, like crystallized. And then relative, relative wise, the kick relative to the snare, snare relative to this, this right. level, that. Right, right. And, um, wow. Yeah, man, so I, I really do hear those little, um, little minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like listening at That's low dope. levels, but people don't know this. Like this, this kind of segues into us being us being engineers. Is that when you when you listen to things at low levels. The loudest thing you hear at the low level is the loudest thing. Facts. Right. So 
and you bring okay. it down so low you could barely hear it the thing you hear is the loudest right 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 Right. So you have to realize that because sometimes things get hidden and mixed, especially if you're doing with 40 tracks, 30 tracks, and sure. you got things moving around. You're like, wait a minute, why is that cowbell out there like that? Is it really that right. loud? And then when you turn it back up, you're like, oh. Yeah, that joint is loud. But, and- but Bob Ebling, that dude is a beast. Well, wow. well, first of all, the reason that we can go that low, because, and you're right, you can't, if you go too low, then think, Things like a, a cowbell or a cymbal become right. loud, mm-hmm. but they only become loud because they're loud at that level because there's no right. energy in all mm-hmm. the instruments. Right. Right. Okay. Ebeling had them gentle X. And okay. those gentle X. They're sick. They hold character. They hold character, man. Yeah. yeah. They hold character at, at low levels. And so and so you can feel like I could feel the kick and the punch. Yeah, that dude was a beast. At a low level Ooh, that's crazy. and I wasn't I wasn't being psyched right, out right, right. that thing sounds too loud because it, and, and because it's too low okay okay wow but that's yeah, dope. there's a certain level that you want to bring it what is it it's called the Fletcher Munson curve once you get too high your ears they don't hear sound they perceive sound so right, at right. a certain level that Fletcher Munson curve comes in it scoops out the mids the highs and the lows become high and then really all the frequencies mm-hmm. just kind of level out right wow at a certain loudness. That's it. Yeah, you your mind plays tricks on you. Yeah. Now it's your funny. Mind- I want to say this. I want to say this before you jump in because this so this is so apropos for what we're talking about. Because if me as me as an engineer, not really an engineer, but an ex DJ, so I hear music. I know music. I know what works. Come, I'm hearing y'all say these things, but like for me, there's like a lot of this that's like pew 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 flying over my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, so okay. I'm sitting here bobbing and weaving and smiling. <laughs> imagine being that person that just got put into. I want you to run my board. I want right. you to. I want you to run my service. Right. But there was a DJ. Know what I mean, or or they came from the music industry. You know what I'm saying? But they don't know nothing about. They don't know any of the things that you guys are saying. Not from feeling or being taught. Or guesswork in my in my case, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. How does that? I'm like that. That must be a terrifying place to be. It, it, I, I think so. I think so. I I DJ now. I've been DJing for like three years. Okay. Okay. And, and love it. Absolutely love it. Um. But before was, we and, before we go, because we could, we could, we know we could go on forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You right with that? Let's go. <laughs> you know we could go on forever. So before we before we dive keep in, us, yeah, bro, keep us all live. Before, <laughs> hey, yeah, somebody got to drive the somebody got to drive the car around here. And this is how and this is how this is how me and Sean talk. We on phone for two hours looking up, like yep. literally. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into the thing we know. All our listeners know what we do. This thing. Our old listeners, but our new listeners know we do this yeah. thing called Sunday School. Sunday School is a funny story that we have in church as tech yep. people. Okay, so the time. pastor, the gavel, the man with the robe on today, the man with the hee-hee, is my boy, <laughs> the one and only, Sean Slaughter is going to give us his um his three points in our, in our backwards. All right. My three points. Am I, getting, am I, am I, am I hitting you with... Uh, with uh, just three points, and y'all gonna pick out a point. You gonna pick out a point? Yes. All right. Yes, sir. Well, uh, point number one. Mm. 
And this is how we're going to start. Well, sometimes, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. you must understand as an engineer, when the Lord has called you <laughs> to mix on the board, mm. don't act like a monkey in a ship. Well, <laughs> bro. <laughs> That's point number one. Don't act like a monkey in a ship being tossed to and fro because you don't know what you're doing. I you have ship. to be cranky. Hilarious. Come on, Pastor, come on. <laughs> that boy preaching good. <laughs> point number two. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God mm. will call you out. Say it. Uh-huh. He'll call you to places that you never thought you'd be. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that yeah. in my shine now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. Sometimes he'll call you to the darkness and Well, yes, yes, yes. He'll call you to the waters in the Caribbean. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Come on. He might even call you out to the lights. <laughs> Point number four. Classic. <sighs> Point number three. Point number three. Okay. God is not looking for mm. a frosted flake Christian. Mm. <laughs> not looking for a fruit loop Christian. Mm. <laughs> Full of flavors and colors, but no nutrients <laughs> on the inside. That's point number three. Point number three. Like <laughs> Christians. There you go. All right. So the, the first one is. What's the first one? First point: Don't be a monkey on the ship. Don't be, don't a, be a monkey, monkey on the ship. Okay. Yeah. He's all God inspired. The second one is lights out in Uganda. Lights out in Uganda. Lights out. Third point. Third point: Don't be a frosted flake. Don't be a don't frosted, be a frosted flake. flake. You know, these are all very wow. tempting. These are all very tempting. Let, oh, let me get man. This is um, this is just various various. Very, I, I just want to compliment you on your delivery. It was, it was excellent, completely. Yes, absolutely, excellent. absolutely, excellent, yeah. simply marvelous. But I am gonna go with because <laughs> I love to go to Africa. I want to go to the lights out in Uganda. Yes, yes, yes. all right. I concur, my brother. <laughs> Lights out and Okay. This is a true story. All right. Very true story. So me and my pops are in Uganda. And we were out there doing a bunch of concerts. We actually did uh, Kampala Stadium. 100,000 okay. people in the um, 50,000 people in the stands. And then there were 50,000 people outside of the stadium because they weren't letting anybody in the field. So then they left them in the field, but the the engineering booth was actually like if you think about baseball diamond was on the pitcher's mound, and wow. the stage was where the batter was where the batter was. Good lord! And this, and this is not even the story. We did a sound check at seven o'clock. They were building the stage at two o'clock. The concert went from seven a.m. to seven p.m. and we got up at one a.m. in the morning. All right. That day, I didn't feel very Christian because those people <laughs> worship. They worship all night. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And us little wimpy Americans, we got there probably about you know twelve thirty, and then we went up, you know, did forty five minutes, and then you know we left at like you know two o'clock, and they still just. But that's not even the story. So, I think it was the next day of the day because we were there for like two weeks. 
So um, we went to a church and the church was the open air church, um, you know, no windows, mm-hmm. just, you know, all solid stone. Mm. I don't even know, probably like four or 5,000 people there, right? Jam packed, hot, sweaty as I don't know what. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they praised and sang and worshiped. They cast demons out. It's like two hours in, right? Wow. Mm. So finally my pops gets up and I'm doing the sound. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, the atmosphere is just amazing. I mean, after this is a beautiful place and and uh, the, the heart that they have for God, it, I literally, as an American, it makes you feel like I really don't know what salvation is. Exactly. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I don't, I don't have this level of faith. I don't have this right. level yeah. of, of um, passion. And so right in the middle of my dad's set, all the power goes out. The power just goes out. Right, wow. so it's already kind of, kind of, you know, uh, kind of elementary or whatever. You know, it's basic, just to make yeah. it go, all the power goes out, and we were just rocking it. So, as a sound engineer in a service, and this this is a key for sound engineers, right? As a sound engineer in a service, I, I always play this tug between worshiping and doing my job. Mm, right? We just talked about this. We did. Yep. Right, worshiping and doing my job. And I, um, part of doing my job is the worship. So the focus and making sure everything is going well. If I got my hand in there and my eyes closed and, you know, somebody pick up a mic and be like, and you can't hear them, you know what I'm right. saying? And, and, right. and the key is too low, so on and so forth. You know, I've kind of ruined the atmosphere. But ne- nevertheless, the um, power goes out. So now I'm in what the heck is going on mode. Right, right, right. And, uh, Ugandans didn't skip a beat. They, they, they start singing acapella. It, it was even it was even better. All the lights out. It was even <laughs> better. They were just it, so oh so. I'm upstairs. I go downstairs. We go out to the breaker. Something's wrong with the breaker, right? Long story short, somebody pulled their car up to the breaker. Oh I opened God. the hood. Hooked up their, hooked up the, almost like, like, almost jumper cable from their car battery or whatever. Really? To the breaker. Lights came back on. Left the car right there. We kept on going. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what? Went out and you what? what? Yes. It, it was one of the wildest. It was one of the. the That's crazy. It was an amazing. That's amazing. It was an amazing. It was, I mean, life changing, man. Just life changing. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. Wow. Lights One, out, Uganda. Lights wow. out, Uganda. Lights out, Uganda. Well, yeah. that, that segues right into our topic, which yeah. is good servant, wrong position. So before we dive into it, I want to read a scripture. I mean, Galatians 5 and 22, which speaks of the future spirit. There's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. And you can have all those things and still be in the wrong position. Mm, facts. Yeah. You can have all those things right. and still be in the wrong position. So before we get started, I'm gonna I'm gonna give get our guest up here um for the question. Okay. Hello. Here's a passive Hold on the video. Oh look at here, look at here. 
Pelzer here. Look at you got that voice. Lord, I'm on this show. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my hip hop on. Get my, do my hip hop here. <laughs> That's what they call Ace Deuce, boy. Which I know about that there. Ace Deuce. Me and his pappy went to school back that devil back to school back in the day, back in the day. God bless your heart, boy. What about we doing a question? I got a question. What if you got somebody that ain't cutting it? They in that car stand flattering. Mm, I can't say it. I almost cussed it. I almost cussed it. What you do when you got somebody? They just, mm, Lord have mercy. Well, that's my question for today. <laughs> Pastor Brown, Pastor Brown. Listen, y'all, you, y'all, make sure y'all checking out that podcast. Make sure you're checking out that podcast. And Mrs. Slaughter, tell your pappy to give me a call. <laughs> God bless your heart. Hello. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. Something wrong with us, man. Something wrong with us. But it's all good. (laughs) It's the devil. Man. (laughs) This is a deep question. Yes. It's a deep question. And and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you why it's a deep question. This question has has to do with a couple different things. Um man, it's a deep question. Um, so here's here's where my mind goes. The question has to deal with volunteered staff and paid staff. The question has to deal with um, large church and small church. Sometimes black church and white church. Yeah. Um, and so the, the question is, you know, when you have somebody that's in a position and it's not qualified, great great person, everybody loves them, uh, a man, a woman of, of honor, um, respected, Integrity. all that type stuff, mm-hmm. and, they, and ain't towing the line, and it's not doing right. doing a good job. And I think, uh, for me, everything falls on leadership. And so, yeah. it, okay, so here, here's how I would approach it. Um, first thing, what kind of church do you have? Um, a lot of our larger churches have paid positions and those paid sure. positions, you know, they come with training. Mm-hmm. Um, they come with education. Your larger churches will have, you know, and, and this kind of shows you even, even the mindset a lot of times of churches. Your biggest, 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 biggest church will have one full-time paid engineer. Like, that's how you know the church is doing it. Right. Because they have one, like, I'm talking about like, Joe Osteen, like right. T.D. Jakes, like like we doing it that big, right? One full time paid engineer, and everybody else is volunteers. So so if that's the standard, right? You know what I'm saying? From an engineering standpoint, we're gonna have one full time paid engineer. When it comes to mediums and other smaller churches, it's almost like they don't even have a shot because all you're gonna be really really be doing is pulling in volunteers. Exactly. Um, and so. Yeah. I, I think that's the first dichotomy is like the haves and the have nots. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's 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 help people, right? Let's help people. So you have a small church, you have a medium-sized church, you're working with volunteers like most churches, and you have somebody, let's say that's in the engineering that's not cutting it. Honestly, it's a solve, it's a quick solve. If you have enough money in the budget, right, to put flowers on the stage, and you got enough money in the budget to get a new 
new pulpit or new pews or n- enough money in the budget to get a shiny new cross, take that engineer and send that engineer. And it's not going to take you. I've done trainings where in a month, right, I'll do, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a, a Saturday and I'll do, and I don't really do these anymore, but I'll do like a Saturday, like six hour. Right. And, and then I'll do a Sunday and I'll do that three or four times a month. And by the end of that month, what, I, what I'm doing is I'm giving um, engineers kind of the basic, like, okay, if, you know, and, and Pete will tell you about this, this is a ministry. So you got to give them that ministry mindset. Sure. This is a ministry. But then you give them the basics when it comes to uh, mixing and frequency. And, and really, what are you looking for? Right. But they have to have training. You, you cannot expect, I'm not going to blame that volunteer because somebody right. had no, to put no, no. that volunteer in position. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to go to leadership and be like, you know, what's good? How come this dude, you've placed this dude in, in position to fail? To fail. He, right. may be the, he may be the only one that is willing. Praise right. God. Right. We're right. glad he's willing. We want one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if he's willing, let's go ahead and get him from training so that, you know what I'm saying, he could be somebody that is technically sound. Right as well as ethnically and orally and spiritually and biblically sound right, as well. Sure. Right. So, so, so I'm, I'm going to put that, put that on. I think it starts. You know, the plain yes. thing, like we, I, I've, I've, I've told this story a few times on the show, but I, I, I put a concert, I put a Midas in a church, right? And initially I met with the staff and I figured out that, like in a lot of churches that the, the head guy didn't know too much. He just was a faithful guy. Great guy, faithful guy, great guy. So I went to the pastor in their, in their executive um, leadership. I said, hey, listen, this console is about $6,000. Why don't you get a console that costs about 3000 and take that money and then train the engineer to run what he can, what I know he can run if I gave him the right training. Right. And the church said to me, well, we want the best. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah. he, he, he yeah. can't run this because he's not trained to run it. But we have somebody here that can help him. I said, but he's not here when I'm putting this board in. He doesn't know where the lines are. He doesn't know. Right. And this is, this is another thing that I figured out. So when I got to the church and I started, you know, redoing the lines and I said, well, I'm listening, to, I'm, I'm playing the house and I'm listening. I'm like, why am I? I said, I said, they, they had the subs on the aux. So I'm like, I said, why am I hearing, why am I hearing full range? So they had an analog console before, so they were running through graphs, you right. know, graphic EQs. Whoever put this system in, put in four full range 15s in the wall, it, but, but, no, in a wall, but Stop. no, with, a, with an opening Stop and just, it. just scooped it down at 60. Stop it. So they never did really have a real sub. They That's just terrible. had 15s. They had full range speakers behind the wall. Right. <laughs> and they had, and they had eight, four on each side. Yikes. Wow. It was probably knocking. I, I can tell you that. It's probably knocking and, and sounded super muddy. Yeah, mean, yeah. Right. Like, right. It did. And I was like, I'm listening. To, but I say all to say this is that 
sometimes huh. some churches get in their own way when they when they're looking at how they look as opposed to yeah what's best right. exactly moving forward because that that's like giving a, a three year old a license and saying hey listen go move my car right yeah he's gonna have an accident and for sure enough you know they have to call me back and right right to, to reset things but what 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 do you have to say I know just just as a piggyback, what I'm what I'm hearing a lot of times is um when we go to churches, it's like many many pastors, and as a pastor, I, I feel like I can say this, we have a event mindset. We look at the service as an event. This is the event that's going to take place, as opposed to looking at it as kingdom, which means it's gotta have longevity. It's not an event. Sunday's not an event. And I, I love the fact that my brother's been saying for the longest, let's get away from just focusing on Sunday. This is kingdom every single day. So guess that means that every person in my ministry has to have legacy. This is this is how we live. This is what we do. This is it's not okay. Okay, it's Sunday time. No. Because if I just if I focus in on just Sunday time when people come in and it, it's got to sound jazzy and powerful and popping, well, that means my engineer's not getting trained because it's just for the event. Because you're rushing through Sunday. He's just coming up for the event. That's it. So I don't see that as, wait a minute, though. There's much more than this. It has to be. And I think that that has to change as a pastor. I think that and I, I, I've known some pastors that have that same mindset. They they. They address it like, okay, we, we know your know, Sunday's coming up. Yeah, but what about the rest? There's more than that. So much more than that. Yeah, training is so is is, is so important. It's like what, what what's your um Sean, what's your concept for training? In, in what way? What do you mean? I mean, when you have say you go to visit a church and they say, Okay, listen, I need you to train my staff or train my engineers. Like, what's what, what do you start with? Like, what's your process? Yeah. Um, and, and, and before I say that, I, I, Caleb just said something that, that really uh, stuck out to me, um, the, the event thing. And you just said something, Caleb, where you, you, the idea that I got as you were talking was this is not just a Sunday thing. It's a legacy thing. Yeah. And, and, and what's interesting about that is what you're really saying is it's, it's a discipleship thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Like if I work for Amazon.com, well, maybe they were in the news, but if I work for like one of these things or Google or something like that, right? Sure, sure. And and one of the things that that they tout uh concerning perfect, here's a perfect example. Starbucks. Okay, my wife's a therapist, and uh she uh provides therapy for Starbucks for Starbucks. Right. For the employees. Starbucks, um, gives you like full health benefits if you do a minimum of 20 hours or more. Um, Starbucks allows you to uh, put money in stocks if you do a a part-time 20 hours or more. Um, Starbucks has something called a family day where every year they invite their employees and their families out to this huge event where they feed them and all this. Not just the employees, but employees and their families. That's discipleship. Yeah. Because Starbucks is saying, 
or, or any other good company is saying, I want longevity. Exactly. I want legacy, right? I want these people to go from, uh, uh, you know, making a frappe to maybe becoming a manager to maybe become exactly. an executive. And, and in order for me to keep these people long-term, um, I have to not just put a one-time investment, but I have to show them that I'm here with you for the long haul. Yeah. And so I think take I, I, that's what spoke to me when you said that, Caleb, taking that same mindset to that volunteer. Hey, man, you, have, you really have a heart for sound, but you know nothing about sound. Let me invest in you. Exactly. Because it, if I invest in your passion, not only is God going to use it to bless you outside of here, he's going to use it to bless us. It's going to be a win-win situation. Yep. We're growing together. Yep. Um, the, uh, the five levels of leadership. And uh, and John Maxwell talks about how, uh, and T.D. Jake says it as well, how one of the highest levels of leadership is, and a leader just basically has followers. Mm-hmm. One of the highest levels of leadership is when you invest in something. The highest level is when somebody follows you because of who you are. Exactly. Yeah. But the level that you want to be at is somebody follows you because of what you've done in their life. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where, anyway, that, that, that's what that took me. Um, that's awesome. I think that's important. And, and I think that's discipleship. It's not, it's, it's the whole man. It's not just biblical, but hey, man, you want to do sound, man? Let's get you a couple of classes. It's the whole man. Um <laughs> When it comes to training, I think the first the first thing that I do when I train is I have to talk to the engineers to see if they really want to do this. <laughs> That's, I got to see where their heart's at, because a, a lot of times they're doing it just to fill in. And God bless them. They're doing it to fill a need. Exactly. Right. And, and so we have those two ones. They both don't know nothing. One really, really is interested. He doesn't know nothing. One is just like, I got a heartbeat. You need somebody. I'll do it. Right. Right. Um, I got to weed that guy out, and, and I love him. And and because you want to, you stepped right. up, bro. You 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 didn't want to really do this, but right. nobody else was raising their hands, so you raised your hand. Mm-hmm. So let's get him in a position where he can win and be fruitful. You know what I'm saying? God bless this dude, but but let's not have him flounder here because if we put him in this position and he does not do well, we might scar him exactly. from church. You know what I'm saying? Crushing. Exactly. Yeah, you could destroy a person like that. Yeah. You're doing a conference, you're doing a say, oh, and then, you know, sometimes passes, you get out of pocket because, you know, everybody got emotions, they get mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say something to you, and and in your mind, you're like, I didn't want to do this, but I volunteered. Bet, I ain't doing that never again. Let's. Let's take his heart and let's try to find him. Find him a visit, man. We really appreciate you. We want to use you. Where are your talents? What are your gifts? What do you love? That that's the first thing. Let's let's kind of weed that out. And I'll talk to the the pastor. I'll be like, look, after having a conversation, this guy and this guy really really want it. This guy and this guy find them another place in the ministry. Right. Don't sit them down. That's good. They're but willing. That's, that's wisdom. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's leadership, bro. And I think it's leadership. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what we're talking about is just is is just a, a poor, not a lack of leadership, but just poor leadership. So right. once once I have those guys, um, I think the first thing that I do is whatever board that they're they're on, we we, we have to go through the basics of the board, right? Just learning the board. Mm-hmm. And generally, what they know is they know how to turn the board on. They know how to turn volume up and down. Right. And that's kind of it. 
Um, one of the, the, the two main things that I typically start with outside of, you know, kind of like, like um, this is a ministry type, type spill and, and mindset, right? You, I always start with mindset. Right. This is your approach. Um, after mindset, when I start getting technical, I, I start with frequency, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go with frequency and levels. That's good. That's the whole service. If you never add reverb, if you never add a delay, so I do frequency and level. So, so the first thing that I'll do is um, uh, so, uh, um, a lot of times I well, during the training, I'll do it um, sometimes during a or one of our sessions, as I say, we'll be doing like a practice or, or a rehearsal. And I'll be like, hey, look, just let you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff going up and down. So I, y'all just folk, y'all just, you know, focus on your monitors. Don't worry about the house. And I work on just hearing, right? Just hearing. What do you hear? Levels. Um, here's here's where the kick should be. Here's where the snare should be. And and I and I'll mix it like what the, the way I mix, where I start with my percussion first. Here's here's where your percussion. And and it's not just telling them what it's why. If you exactly, can tell them, the... you know what I'm saying. If you can tell them why you're doing what you're doing when you leave and they get in trouble. They can. They have to make a decision. They have to problem solve, and in order to problem solve, they have to know why they would do one thing than the other. Got you. So I explained a lot of why. That's so, excellent. You know, what I'm saying here's here's our our, um, our our kit. I start with this, then I bring my bass up. All right, and this is my foundation right here. Here's my drum. Mm-hmm. Here's my mm-hmm. bass. This is why my kick and my snare sit here. My hi hats and blah blah blah. Here's where my 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 meat is. This is my bottom. This this is my foundation. Now, what's your main instrument? Keys generally, so let's bring our keys. This is going to hold our melody, right. and then um, and then everything. And, and I, I do this thing called a front, middle, back, where my drums are up front, my bass is, is up front, in, in a sense, my keys up front, and then everything else is going to fill the middle and the back, right? Okay, uh, that's good. My, my my main instruments that are that are filling melody and and moving the song are up front. But then you got, but then you have other instruments that are um, synthesizers, right. you know, other than the main synthesizer mm-hmm. that are uh, complementary. Yeah, complementary, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And are they in the middle? Or are they in the back? You know what I'm saying? This is why it's important for you to be a rehearsal because you need to know uh, that complementary middle instrument may solo. Right. Uh, it may pick up melody in the second verse. It may pick up melody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a lot of songs, especially like them hill songy type songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those synths will 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 start off as the introduction, right? And then as the song gets in, they drop back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so I I go over placement. Just that's so. Here's what things are placement, and I get I give them a template. Start with your drums. Start with this. Start with that. And just just kind of start with those basics, and then feel, learn your songs. You know what's going to happen. Um, and then from there, if they have a, a praise team or a choir, that's a whole. That, that's like a whole. Like band is like one session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Praise team is a yeah. whole other session. Voices is yeah, yeah. You're right. You're because right. voices, if you're using clicks, uh, uh, when am I blending more background with this? Who am I keeping really low and who am I pumping up? Um, you know, how, who am how am I hiding? Who, who am I hiding? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All day long, who, who am I hiding? 
Who am I? Who am I just using for sound? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Not interfering sound, but right. just <laughs> sound, right. right? Just, just filling the spot. <laughs> so I, I really stay there, and I do a lot of. Um, I, and you know, I'm a teacher, my trade. So I, I'll have them, I'll teach them those fundamentals. And then with me, I'm going to throw a dude in there, but I'm with you. So let's, so let's do it during service. So let's do what we just did yesterday on Saturday. Let's do it now. But, um, man, I, this can go on forever. It's hard to do this <laughs> if your band does not come in for an early rehearsal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, if, if look if if you're if if the praise team is not coming in, you know, uh, uh, two hours, ninety minutes, whatever the time is, sure, to get their forty five minutes in. I know they practice throughout the week, but to get their forty five minutes in and they tighten up or, or whatever, you're gonna be dead in the water. Yeah, your first song, your first two songs are gonna be um, a sound check. Yeah. No, your first song is gonna be line check. Yeah. <laughs> your second song will be sound check. And the third song would be like rehearsal. And then, then by, by the fourth song, you got it, and then we done, right? Exactly. And um, wow. But 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 anyway, they, they need that immediate practice. It can't be theory. You, the one thing that you cannot do is that I can't um, teach you the board, and then teach you some mixing, and then teach you some EQ, and then teach you where the reverb's at, and then teach you where the so and so's at. And I've talked and pointed and you touched and da 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 and it gets to a services high pressure, high pressure, high pressure. So here's a piece, let's do a service. Here's another piece, let's mm-hmm. do a service. So so services have to be um in training for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have to be there monitoring because what we learned on Saturday, we're now gonna do on Sunday. Or what right. we learned Saturday morning, we're now gonna do Sunday night. What we learned Friday night, we're now gonna do Saturday um Saturday. Once I get through that, I go straight to frequency. And, and, I, and I do basic, not like a deep dive, but I do basic like this is bass, this is mids, um, this is treble. And one of the ways that I like to teach a frequency is I'll, I'll, uh, I'll uh, take some mics, turn them all on. Oh, take one mic, really. Start. All right, go ahead and find that. <laughs> find, find not <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Start, start queuing up. Where the, where the heck is that thing at? And um, <laughs> because generally every building has a resonant frequency. It has a, a peak somewhere because of the, the construction. Right. right. So everybody knows you got this building, you got to take out 300. This mm-hmm. building, you got to take out 800. Right. It's always like 300 or 800 or something like that. Right. And, um, and so it, if you're there every Sunday, things will change because of temperature and so on, but it ain't going to change that much. Right. So so know your building. Know your frequencies. This is your range of bass frequencies. This is your range of mid frequencies. This is your range. And I, and I try not to get too deep. Um, I try to... I, here's how deep I get. If you want more umph in your kick, this is where you're going to have it. Right? Just basic stuff. I'm not going to teach you anything with the snare because the snare is always the loudest thing in the building. Mm-hmm. Is you that's all the way down yep. <laughs> because you don't have a cage yep. or open cage and it's overpowering. So we're not going to do any snare frequency, but let's go over the kick. Let's go over the vocals. Let's talk about presence. Um, let's talk about warming the vocal up. Let's you know, you know, do a lot of vocal EQ yeah. because that's where your frequency stuff and, and things going to be like. Um, I'll do um, EQ with uh, 
your main keyboard. Sure. To make sure that that your if you have keyboards running through subs and not overpowering the bass, so you got two bases, you know. And so I'll, I'll I'll talk about that, you know, putting the puzzle together. If your bass is in this frequency, why does your keyboard need to be all in? You you don't have to right. shave a little bit out so it fits like a puzzle, so that so that your bass is really playing the bottom of your keyboard. Right, you know, and it's no, and it, and it's, oh, just different things like that. Yeah, you, right. you're not having a Muhammad Ali Joe Frazier fight with the bass frequency. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, and, and and so that that's really basically um, my approach. We train um, mm-hmm. on, a, on a, a basic concept. We work it out during a service, and typically it's learning the board, very basics of the board. Because I'm not going to be here all year training y'all. So we're gonna learn the basics that you need need now. Then we're gonna learn some leveling, and then once we learn leveling, we'll learn some frequency. If I can teach you that, I feel like I can step away. Yeah, you can get then they can get through a Sunday. You know the funny thing is like, I don't want to name churches, but I I was mixing at a church, uh-huh. and and all the volunteers, you know, you know, and they know me when I come in, blah blah blah. And because I have a certain style that I mix from, and I, and I use certain nuances, you know, this is the question I get. When are you going to show me how to do delay? Everybody. Everybody wants to know. Everybody. 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 Yo, but think about it. Think about it, P. When you first started DJing, what was the first thing you wanted to learn? Where the echo was. Or, <laughs> no, not when I was DJing the first thing. I want to learn how to scratch. I want to learn how to do that I first. Want, I want, I want to get the echo machine so I can go yo yo. <laughs> I want to. I want to know how to scratch. I want to know how to scratch. Everybody wants to start off scratching scratch, because that's yeah. the exciting stuff. So reverb is exciting. Oh, uh, dude, it's it drives me crazy. And I when I say, <laughs> and then when I say, well, what you need, what you need to do is learn how to engineer. So you need to come sit up here with me, and watch. That's what you need to do is to come sit up here and watch. But you said something I want to get back to. You said. You can you point out the person whose heart is not in it mm-hmm. and talk to leadership to have them move to a position where they can be most effective. And I find that because me and you, we, we did business together. So we, we understand each other is that you want people in position where you could you want to pr- create a position where it feeds their passion. Sure. You get the most out of them because it feeds their passion. Right. They don't get the most out of it. And in turn, it's reciprocal to the organization. Right. So if I have someone who is who doesn't fit the position, then I have, as a leader, have to find a way to put them in a position where they can succeed, which is in turn reciprocal to the ministry. Yes. You know what I mean? But if you're not thinking that way, and if you mm-hmm. if you have a closed minded perspective, is I put you there, and you know you, you you faithful. I need I need a man of God there. You know can be there to 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 to, to pray over to pray with the peoples, and um and we'll talk about that feedback later. You will talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it don't happen. Right, exactly. But I find that it's so amazing to me that a lot of churches won't even do that. They'll just. Just keep this person there to die. And then at one point, that person is going to get fed up and you're going to look around and it ain't there. They're going to be gone. It'll be gone. You're going to come yeah. in on Sunday and go like, 
Hey, where Bobby at? He ain't turned the system on. The lights ain't on yet. Bobby's a Muslim now. Don't even worry about Bobby. Bobby's gone. <laughs> <laughs> got him a cart in an icy truck. You know what I'm saying? He's right. <laughs> He got his oils and stuff. And another <laughs> thing is that even working with the music ministry, it's like, that's why I find it so crazy when I go to churches to do training and I and I'll say to the pastor, listen, I need to, I need to train your music ministry and your audio team and your pastoral team because everyone uses the equipment. And everybody's to be on the same page. See, but P, what what you're talking about is what's missed a lot. You're talking about organizational development. Right. So, and what you're also talking about is how come that's the only dude that signed up for to engineer? Mm. Right. So organizational development. So did a concert one time in Buffalo, and uh it was me and my pops again. And um, it was in a small theater. And I want to say it was a large church. And I want to say it was probably about, I don't know, maybe 750 people in theater. Mm. Those were all the church volunteers. What? The concert was a surprise concert. So, so all the volunteers, they brought them to this concert. They brought them to this theater. And I, I think that they thought that the pastor was going to like give him like a little thank you and they were going to eat. And the pastor came out and said, ladies and gentlemen, it's just my pop. And he came out. It was like, oh, and basically it was a surprise concert as a thank you for the volunteers. Wow. All 700. Now you know why they had 750 of them. And so. That says a whole lot. Yeah. You know yeah that does. Now you know why they had 750 of them. So. But that's organizational development. It's it's understanding how to take it. Yes, yes, you're you're a pastor from that spiritual standpoint, but you're also an organization an organizational leader from a people standpoint. Yeah, and you have to know how to take people, take care of people. Right, right. And, I, right. and it's funny. It's funny how sometimes ministers um <laughs> can be so good. With the spiritual aspects and not the kind aspects. Exactly. Wow. You know, yeah. what I'm so true. Yeah. 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 And, and so, if 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 I was a leader in my church, or I was a pastor in my church, right, and I had to say, I was on board or something, I had to say, and we were like, man, we can't get no volunteers. I know we got like, you know, there's like five people in the church. I know can sing. You know they can sing too. They right. can sing at the club on on, on Saturday. They got they got a whole band. How come yeah. they don't praise him? Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo, you know, so and so forth, you know, he uh, you know, he did he does sound on Broadway. Right. But he ain't doing how come he don't want to do sound for the church? Right. And um, I think a lot of times those people don't come because they just feel like they're gonna get used. Right. And um, and and not and and here's the funny thing about it. I'm not talking about paying people because mm-hmm. people want to give. Yeah, and yeah, given. You see volunteers, you see people do this save the whales and 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 the yep. AS challenge. People want to help other people. Exactly. But they don't want to help other people um in something that's a mess or, mm. or, or in a way that they're not going to be appreciated. And sure. so I think if I was on a board, if I was in a pastor team, I'd be like, look, um, how come every quarter we're not having something for our volunteers? How come every quarter we're not uh, celebrating our volunteers. How come we're not doing in a service just a random 
uh, uh, you know, we want to thank so and so forth. How, how come we're not, um, you, you know, sending a volunteer on, on vacation? Right. You know what I'm saying? This volunteer just gave so much. Just how how come we're, we're not constantly consistent? Because volunteers are the lifeblood of the they church. Yep. And the church can't run without them. No. How come we're not taking care of these folks um, in a way that makes them fall head over heels in love with the ministry? To where they tell their friend, man, man you should join. And not that you're going to join because you won't, you won't get a vacation. But man, they, man, they really love us. They love us, right? They right. really take care of us. They appreciate us, right? Right. Because they want to give, right? They don't want nothing in return, right? You know what I'm saying? But, but, but every human at the end of the day just wants to know I'm appreciated. I'm, yeah. Right. You know, okay, I'm how much you know? This, know how much you care, right? And I think one thing happens too a lot of times is pastors when we when we re- tell people they're supposed to do something. Okay, I need you to go do this. What that does, and a lot, and I, I pray to the pastor that's listening right now hears this. What that tends to do, it takes a person from servant to hireling. Mm. You've just made that person a hireling to come in. You didn't hire him with a paycheck, you hired him with your word. Because you have the ability to speak and to declare and position somebody because you have influence and you can use your influence and make that person a hireling and they will show up every Sunday and they will do the board and they will be in praise and worship. But when you have what I come to find is that when you have those certain situations where you need them to show up on time, they're not going to show up on time because I'm a hireling. I'm not taking care of the sheep the way you take care of the sheep. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to do what I feel I can do within the confines of what this hireling role and responsibility looks like. That That's why we have people that we can say it's a good position, but the wrong person. Because right. a lot of what we've done is we've created people and put them in positions where their passion, their, their joy, they want, like you said, they want to do. But when I when I'm told to do something, and then I say, okay, fine, I'm gonna go do that thing, you've just made them into a hireling. It's hard to to navigate that person out of that place and then have them be as excellent in an area of ministry as they could be. And they and they'll do more for you. I mean, I can tell you a story that kind of lends to what you're saying about organizational development. I worked in Sam Ash maybe huh, maybe like 1999, and. I came in and within three months, I was the number seven salesman, 45 stores. I was, first year I sold million and five on my feet, on the floor, no phone calls, nothing, million five sales. How I did it was this. Every Saturday, I would buy lunch for the guys in the, in the, in the warehouse. Mm. Every Saturday, I would call down and say, hey, what y'all want for lunch? And the first yep. time I did it, I said, what you mean what I want? I said, yo, I'm, I'm going to treat y'all like, tell everybody, tell everybody get your list together. Just let me know That's what it. you want. I'm going to go it. to the store. I'm going to get you what you need. I'm going to Burger King. Y'all want Whoppers? What y'all want? So that first Saturday, I said, okay, cool. So you want a Whopper? You want a Whopper Junior? You want this? You want fries? You want onion rings? Okay, cool. You want armor soda? You want Coke? You want Pepsi? Okay, cool. You want lemonade? Okay, cool. I'll be right back. Went to the store, came back with lunch. Be like, yo, here. Just want to say thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. 
every Saturday, every Saturday, I would call down. They thought it was going to be one time. Every Saturday, hey, man, what y'all want for lunch? Hey, man, y'all want for lunch? Hey, man, y'all want for lunch? During the week, when new items would come in, you know who they call, right? Mm. AP. Yo, we got five new Tritons downstairs. We got... Yo, we got five new MPs downstairs. Yeah. All right, I don't tell nobody. Give me a second. I call all my industry friends, Just Blaze. I call them all. Like, yo, got the new 3000. Oh, for real, P? All right, I'm coming now. All right, yo, call down, say, yo, put that aside for me. Yo, put that aside for me. By the end of the day, I'm like eight grand. Mm. But you invested. But I invested in them. And you're saying the same exact thing. Is that, and even, even when I became a boss at my at another job, I would bring, I would every Saturday, I would bring, I would bring donuts and stuff just because. Mm-hmm. Yo, man, I appreciate you, man. Yo, I got breakfast. Don't even don't even bring nothing. Just, I know what you eat. Don't even bring nothing. I got it. Yeah. Why Small. ministries don't do that? Small tokens of gratitude go a long way. And, and I always say, you know, it's it's a shame when the ultimate human service organization, which is the church, Whew. does not is not is not as good as Star. It's not as good as Chick Fil A. Right. Right. <laughs> the, <laughs> ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate no. human service, and and so and and and, and uh, you know, understand we're, we're still talking about Sam, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're still talking about sound because this is what it takes. Man, I remember this church in Florida. This, uh, oh man, what is the pastor's name? Plantation, Florida. It may have been Plantation Worship Center. And uh, the pastor, his uh, his sister was a sound engineer. Best sound engineer. She's my top three that I've ever met from traveling. And, um, you know, she was, she was the type that would take all the knobs off the board and, you know, clean around them and take the top of it. Like, she, she was like one of them. Wow. <laughs> one of them, yeah, okay. Like, one of them, like, yeah, I ain't got nothing on you, sis. She was, <laughs> I mean, she was bad when it came to sound, boy. She was, I mean, she was just, wow. she was, she knew everything. She was so smart and knew everything. And, um, but, um, and of course, it, it was her brother, but, um, she was the head sound engineer and she had other engineers and uh, and the pastor really took care of them like really showed appreciation to them um, it's it's very easy it's very easy to um, discount a volunteer it's very easy to say well you're doing this because this is your reasonable service unto right. the Lord this is and for the Lord it, right it's just for the Lord and, mm-hmm. and it is it is it's, it's almost like a teacher right. as a teacher so many teachers are frustrated because they say, well, you're, you're teaching the kids and they're our future and so on and so forth. And they're like, yeah, we get all that. And that's why we're here. But we still want to be appreciated and remunerated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so in, in the same way, it, it, it's not taking away from their reasonable service, but there is a, a, a level of gratitude and appreciation. And, and to me, again, that's part of organizational leadership because the leader should systemize that like that right. should be part of the system of how right. how things are done you right. know what i'm saying we bring somebody in you know 
here's how we treat them the first couple of weeks. Here's we do the second couple of weeks. We ask them if they need any training. We ask them da 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 da. We you know and 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 what's funny is man, this is this is a good conversation. What's funny is uh, we systemize the first time guest, right? Oh, gosh. Yep. So yep. you get the card. Yep. Oh get my gosh. A week later, you get the basket to your house. Yeah. Yep. A week later, you get the. Do you have a friend? We systemize that. The one we got you. Stop all that. Yep. You in there, buddy? Right. Right. Like it's like a bad marriage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But but if that person has taken the next step to say, "I want to serve," um, take take you know, uh, uh, take care of those who are the pillars and the sure. founders. And again, I'm not talking about, you know, cutting them a check. Maybe I ain't talking about cutting a check, but I'm not talking about paying them or giving them a, you know, you're, you're going to have your salary employee. I'm talking about those volunteers. Tokens, just like what you did, Pete. You know what I'm saying? C- continuous tokens of gratitude and appreciation sure. go a long way. Some, and sometimes it looks like training. Yeah, and it, go, and it and it goes so much further, like a kind word. It's, 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 it's cool to, someone, to tell someone thank you. It's even better to show someone thank you. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? So. You go out of your way. Hey, listen. Like I remember one year, I bought 40, 43 people ten dollar Starbucks cards. Mm. Good lord! And I went to everyone's desk and be like, "Hey, listen. I just want to say thank you. Hey, this is from this is, who this is from? It's from me. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Hey, man, I appreciate you." Hey, hey, listen, man. Uh, have a good day. You enjoy your breakfast. And I did that for forty-three people. Mm, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Out of my own pocket, right? Because I knew that, in turn, they would that's it would good. make my job easier because that's I'm good. paying it forward. Right. So in ministry, like as a ministry head, as a person who is over an AV ministry or what we call audio-visual video live now because that's a whole other thing we can talk about. What are the things that you think people would appreciate more other than a kind word? Well, I I think training is Mm -hmm. one. Um, I think, man, this, this, this is a good one too. A lot of times people serve in the ministry because they want to get close to the ministry because they have issues that they're facing. And sometimes being part of a church, being part of a ministry is is almost like a breath of fresh air. It's almost like, man, I got this hell going on at home. I got this hell going mm-hmm. on my job. Right. Uh, you know, coming here and being able to serve and give. Um, the church should be the ultimate resource center. So we're, we're, we're talking about specifically those that are serving, right? Right. Right. Specifically those. And, and, and this, of course, extends to, to, to the church family. But we're talking about really take care of those that, that are serving. You might have, you should be the ultimate resource center. If you have somebody that comes to your church and is doing the sound or is doing the camera or is, or is doing the live stream and they lights cut off, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or they're hungry, or there's a mental health issue, or man, we, man, we're the ultimate resource center. Man, you, you be. Uh, man, man, you serve us. 
Right. You have every Sunday and every Wednesday. You're faithful. You're, you're, you're wrangling up volunteers outside of service. You're, you're so and so and so forth. Man, you have this mental health issue. Or man, you have so and so forth. How how can how can we help? Right. You know what I'm saying? Out, outside of just the words. What can we do? That there is there is no reason that there really shouldn't be a a uh <laughs> Uh, 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 like a people fund, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You right? You know what I'm saying? When when right. when, the, when the NFL players go on strike and they're like, "Yeah, hey, I need everybody to throw their money in the pot," you know what I'm yeah. saying? So 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 that so that we can take care of the, the the you know the young Tom Brady. I'm good, but we need to take care of these other you know hundred thousand dollar cats getting checked by check. Right. And I don't see why those who are an intro. Let me tell you something, man. First time I went to Joe Osteen's church, um. When he first took over from his father, I wrapped his I wrapped his youth group. It was a <laughs> it was a brand new youth group of two hundred kids. That's how big oh it was. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! Joe Osteen had just this is not his new building. This is way back in mid two thousand whatever. When he jumped right off the camera into the pulpit, <laughs> right off the camera to the pulpit. Right, he owned he owned some stations and stuff like that. He was a businessman. Jumped to the pulpit, and this is maybe like year two. And he had a brand new youth ministry, and it was two hundred kids, bro. And they were they, they were wild too, because uh, it, it, it was two hundred kids. Like like you know they just they didn't couldn't handle the growth. And um, but I remember, oh man, I remember three people, um, and it's probably maybe seven or eight. Now this church, the church at the time probably had eight thousand, right? Um, and this is in the early days when Israel was kind of no Israel was in Dallas at the time he wasn't even at Osteen but um he, um he had these these three or four people that basically when it came to uh bringing in guests and there was three people a husband and wife team and a guy named Dylan mm. they they did everything so we went to Osteen church multiple times and Dylan would always pick us up and it was, it was me my pops and Bobby Bobby played keys and Dylan would always pick us up. And whenever Dylan would drop us off, he would give each one of us a hundred dollars. Right. So Dylan would just pick he yeah, just now Dylan was was a random, low-key, like a low-key white dude, just like picking us up, like you don't even just regular, you know, the church pickup dude, right? Right, right. You know, church pickup dudes use the loneliest dude, right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> so third, third year. Dylan, Dylan again picks us up, gives a hundred dollars. We thought, for some reason, we like, why is Joe like we get honorary? Why, you know, why you guys? Dylan's like, no, I'm giving you a hundred dollars. Well, Dylan, what do you do? Oh, I own five Cadillac dealerships in, in the uh, neighborhood. I own three Cadillac dealerships and two um, detailing, and I have a staff <laughs> five. So, so the, the <laughs> guy that owns. Five Cadillac dealerships is driving you. Is driving us. Is serving <laughs> us. Exactly. Then we get dropped over the church and the husband and wife team. They're the ones that uh, they set up to make sure the hotels were good. They make sure the keys were good. They make sure the food was good. They make sure the basketball. They make sure we got picked up on time. They make sure that this happened. They make sure the pro. And it was like, it was like four people that ran the whole thing. This mm. huge, huge ministry. And you'll notice that every ministry. There's a core. Oh, yes. 
And, and this court, a lot of times, I don't care how big the ministry is, this court, a lot of times, not even bigger than 10 people. No. You know what right. I'm saying? There's this core group of people that are literally, if you take that those pillars out, the roof falls. Sure. And then from that core, it's, it's almost like concentric circles, like like, like right. a, a dartboard. Right. And um, those those folks really need to be taken care of um, spiritually. Um, if there's any issues financially, again, not that not that they're working for hire, but um, you know, if you want to build a strong, healthy ministry, yeah, where people walk away from Chick-fil-A or they walk away from Starbucks and they walk away from Google and they be like, yo, that's one of the best places I ever work. Right. You want somebody walking away from yeah. being an actor, being an engineer, being a camera op and being like, yo, I love being there. You was a right. camera op, bro. Yo. Right. I love being there. Exactly. And I love being there, man. It was it was awesome. It was cool. Man, we prayed. Man, I had some issues. They, they helped me with that. They, you know, they, they were flexible. They, you know what I'm saying? I just, I love, you want somebody to walk me in, I love serving them. Yeah. And I think, I think every pastor that's listening should say, how, how can we, for, for those concentric circles, especially for the, for the one right in the middle and the mm-hmm. one right outside of that, because that's, that, that right there is your foundation. How, how do we, outside of the salary, you know what I'm saying? Just paying them a salary or so on and so forth. How do we really, really, really show gratitude and take care of those that that are inside, and make sure that um, we're taking care of the whole man, and right. the, what we're asking him to do, we get them some training. Yeah, saying you know, like, it's a simple ask. It's funny, um, P. You said something when you were sharing as well that kind of helps that good servant not to become the wrong person or even that wrong person to become a good servant. You said, I gave out of my pocket, when in fact, you gave out of your heart. Mm. And we who carry the spirit of God as pastors, as leaders, this, and I think this goes back to the fact that it's bigger than Sunday. We have to be multitasking in our minds. Okay, yes, I gotta prepare for Sunday. But how have we prepared for our volunteers? How have we, how have I prepared for the engineer? How have, how, what, what have I done for my is assistant? What, what, what are we doing for the youth group? And the, all this has to be on your mind. You have to be constantly thinking about, and not just thinking, but doing, positioning, getting these people to know we appreciate you. So that that good servant doesn't just wander and remain in the wrong position. They know that even in this wrong position, because not that the position is wrong, I'm just not prepared for the position. And your past as a pastor, I'm thinking I got to put into this person so that this good servant remains the good servant. But now that position becomes better and greater because they're there. And it was it wasn't out of your pocket. It was out of your heart. That, because the Bible says out of the heart. Yeah. Right? That's what that's what pro- produces and reveals the truth of a real person, of a real man. It's what's in their heart. That will, 
that tug will cause you to give and touch and speak. And hey, let's get this boy. Let's get this guy some training. Let's do this. We got to get back to heart, heart loving. That's what Jesus did, man. He was all about heart. And I see that in my brother and I see that. And I've seen it in some pastors. I haven't seen it in many, but I've seen them in some, you know, and they are really making a difference. We're in the areas of those that serve in the ministry. Definitely. Amen. I, I, I think, too, to add on to that, you know, the the, the reality is that, in, you know, in, in a lot of churches, pastors can't do everything right. Right. And so they have to put people in people in, 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 in power and in charge. And so it's almost like I've been in churches where the pastor, because because even this needs training and this needs pouring in and this needs development. I've seen a pastor choose a couple to be in charge of the marriage ministry. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because they're married. Right. And exactly. that's, that's cool. Like, that's right. a right. Right. Y'all got married. All right, cool. Check the box, right? Um, <laughs> but then it's like, okay, if you're going to be in charge of the marriage ministry, not that you got to be therapist, not that you got to be so on and so forth, but um, whatever God's vision is for that church, for that marriage ministry. How can we, because you're going to be managing these group of volunteers. Right. How, how can we help prepare you through training, through whatever we need to do to manage this? Now, if we're talking about sound, you know what I'm saying? Sound will probably come, come under like a general volunteer ministry, right? And, and what you, you may not have as specific as a marriage ministry, maybe in a large church, right. but... Generally, you may have somebody who's in, in charge of the volunteer ministry, which includes the ushers and the sound and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but in the same way, shoot, if I was going to put somebody in charge of volunteer ministry, I send that person to go, man, go, uh, you know, I, I want you to go take some classes with the United Way or go take some classes with the American Cancer Society or go, 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 go see how they build their thing and, and, even better than that, how do they how do they reach and take care of their people? Because I'm going to put you over, over ministry. Because really, the pastor, the CEO, he's the point man. He's going to delegate, and then it's really going to be the, that's the way it should be. And, and and not that he's not going to be there, but that that's how the church grows through the body. And so it's going to be those people that he puts in charge. They're going to have to have a skill set. They're going to have to have a heart. They're going to have right. to have an influence. They're going to have to have a vision. Right. Um, to say, you know, we got to take care of these people. And it's just people taking care of people, taking care of people, <laughs> taking care of people. That's it. And when it when it's done right, man, it trickles down from the top all the way down to the bottom, you know? Yeah. So. yeah. Hey, man, this has been a, a great discussion. Yeah. yeah. I hope everyone got something out of this. I hope pastors that you have, um, you know, got Listen. the took the meat off the bone and you decide you, you dealing with the gristle now, but that's where we at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, good servant, you know, wrong position, but that can all be turned around by just sharing, caring about people beyond the position. Exactly. So I want to thank my brother, Mr. Slaughter, Slaughter Man, yeah. Slaughter Music. Anytime, anytime, Sia. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, right. See, thing, thing. Before we get out of here, we go do this thing called thirty seconds and gone. So these are yep. rapid fire questions. I hope you're ready. I prepared this list especially. Oh, I'm for always you. ready. Always. Here we go. Thirty seconds and gone. Question number one. 
put this in order. Wu-Tang, EPMD, Run DMC. Run DMC, EPMD, Wu-Tang. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Favorite snare drum mic? Uh, 57. 57, okay. Classic. Rice Krispies or Frosted Flakes? Frosted Flakes. Okay. <laughs> Favorite comedian? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and I love comedy. Uh, I'll say I'll say right now, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a current Martin Day GOAT. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yes. Last question. Stick or automatic? Stick. <laughs> Word? My first car was a my first car was a stick. Wow! I was driving a stick. My daughter just graduated, and uh, so for her prom, we uh, rented her a um, a Mustang GT. Wow! Okay. So, so I never drove Mustang drop top. So I picked the Mustang up, and you know the Mustang has different modes: normal, right. sport mode. All that type of stuff. And I haven't driven a stick in a minute. Um, and I put that joint in sport mode. And and it and, and the automatic in the sport mode, it shifts like a stick. So when you're driving it, but then but then when you hit the brake, it actually wow. downshifts. Wow. So you're not shifting. It's an order, it's a so you're not no. And bro, when I said I missed the, f- I was like, "Yo, I missed <laughs> nothing, nothing better than driving a stick, nothing." I've heard like, that. Because you really take that. advantage of the engine, like, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Because a lot you of times when you drive a stick and you downshift, like my times, you don't even use your brakes. You you don't. You, you just downshift in the third to second. Right. Um, you you have a lot more control of the car. Yep. And um, yeah, you really because honestly, in in automatic. The computer is is doing the shifting for you, right? And so, if you got a V eight or V twelve and it's an automatic, what are you doing? Like, it's, right. you're, you're not, driving. You just driving. Driving. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. You should got a driver. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, take all day long, bro. Wow. There you have it. Thirty seconds and yeah, going. Man. I want to thank my brother, Slaughter Man, Sean Slaughter.